begin. Your healthy radio addiction starts now. Motorcycle Madhouse on Spotify and iTunes Radio. Gentlemen, the king. Hail to the king, baby. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to this edition of Insane Throttles Biker News over on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, and more. We all know where it's at. Before we begin, if you're wondering where I get my hats, it's over at BaggerSyndicateCycles.com. And Max behind me, man, he you know what? He is preparing for COVID-19. He has his mask on. That you also can get over on BaggerSyndicateCycle.com. And don't forget to visit our Insane Throttle Clothing Support Store. Go get your t-shirts, man. Official Insane Throttle Biker News, Motorcycle Madhouse Radio Show, and the Hooligan Mafia line is over there. We got a bunch of news today, man. We have a conclusion to Pagan's MC out in Pennsylvania having to deal with the Solter Soldiers. That assault has come to a conclusion for at least two people. Also in the news, yes, we have that wall of shame. Uh, also, I do want to, you know, before we get going, don't forget pound rock on but also i have been informed the abate of iowa freedom rally is still on as of now man so make sure you get your tickets you can get them over on their facebook page as well as their website so get on there get your tickets it's gonna be a party especially after all the freaking cabin fever from this freaking virus, man. Time to get out there and go party. Go party. But let's get into some news and then we'll get into my final thoughts at the end of the program. Okay, let's start the show out on a good note here from Biker Dad. Yes, of course, Biker Dad bringing you all the good stuff in the biker community. Community rallies around mom badly hurt in a motorcycle crash. You can help too. Pensacola, Florida on Mother's Day. Now this happened on Mother's Day. Saren Garrison won't be home with her one-year-old son and 13-year-old daughter. Instead, she'll be in intensive care recovering from a near-deadly encounter with a Ford Mustang on the streets of Pensacola. Man, if you're over on the radio, come over on YouTube or Facebook, check out the bike. Man, it's tore up pretty bad. Uh, according to friends who set up an online fundraiser for Garrison, she was in a major motorcycle crash on May 7th. And she's a Marine veteran. God, you gotta love her for freaking serving her country. Rock and roll. Is expected to be in ICU for several weeks. She has, according to the post, a collapsed lung, a break in her back. Oh, my God. I hope that heals a break in the back, man. Oh, hopefully she's not paralyzed. Multiple brain hemorrhages, a severed nerve in her pupil, and has undergone two surgeries for her lung and to relieve pressure in her brain. 
Quote, the Lord protected our Sarah's lives, but this will be a long road of recovery ahead for her and her 13-year-old daughter and one-year-old son. Please help me in showing Sarah and her family your love and support with your prayers, first and foremost, and any monetary donation you are able to help the family during her recovery. The GoFundMe post reads, May is Motorcycle Awareness Month, Safety Awareness Month, and it is already proven to be deadly and dangerous riding season from Mobile to Destin on the Gulf Coast. We will put the link if you'd like to donate in the description box of the show notes on all our platforms. Again, she served her country, and you know what? Let's help her out, guys. Now, let's go to a kind of funny story in my eyes. Uh, Four arrested suspect at large after a motorcycle chase in Cannon Pittsfield. Deputies from the Somerset County Sheriff's officers and a record driver were allegedly, now I'm going to underscore this, allegedly punched by family members of a motorcyclist who led a deputy sheriff on a high-speed chase through Cannon and Pittsfield uh, by Amy Calder, the Morning Sentinel. Deputies from the Somerset County Sheriff's Office were continuing their search for a motorcyclist who reportedly led a deputy on a high-speed chase. Meanwhile, some of the motorcyclist family members in Pittsfield were arrested for allegedly allegedly now assaulting deputies and a record driver who was attempting to seize the suspect's motorcycle yeah just you can't do that to a biker man you can't seize his crap no it don't work that way you're gonna get slapped somerset county sheriff dale lancaster said money that anyone with information about the motorcyclist clarence Ryder the third <laughs> Clarence Ryder, you gotta love the freaking, uh, it's funny. Of uh, Cannon should call the sheriff's office. I ain't giving you the number. You're gonna get it yourself if you're gonna be a rat. Lancaster said his office was working money to get an arrest warrant for Ryder. Now, does that mean the motorcycle rider or the last name rider? You're confusing me here. The chase by Deputy Stephen Armigayer started oh that's the deputy who got the crap slapped out of him uh, started uh, shortly after 4 28 p.m sunday when he was dispatched to a motorcycle crash with possible trauma on hill road in cannon according to lancaster while armiger was en route to the accident the cannon fire department reported the operator of the motorcycle and passenger had gotten back onto the motorcycle and fled the scene Armageddon saw what he believed, what he believed, to be the fleeing motorcyclist on a 2002 Honda VTX 1800. That sucker's a bad boy right there. Uh, The deputy followed the motorcycle, catching up to it on U.S. Route 2. He turned on his emergency blue lights and siren, signaling for the operator to pull over. Quote, the operator accelerated and began to pass other vehicles. The motorcycle reached speeds of over 100 miles an hour on a VTX 1800. Yeah, you can bet your butt that it's going to go that fast. The sheriff's office shift supervisor, Corporal Matthew Cunningham, overheard the radio traffic, including the pursuit stopped. But as Armaginder was turning off his emergency equipment, he saw the motorcycle turn onto the Wilson Road in Pittsfield. 
Knowing Wilson Road is a dead end, he followed the motorcycle down the road and saw the operator of the motorcycle push the passenger, a female, off the motorcycle. Quote, the operator of the motorcycle then accelerated again through a cornfield. <laughs> this is like out of a movie. Uh, uh, around the, the cop car and back to the roadway. Uh, Deputy Armager stopped to check the well-being of the passenger. At this point, the deputy identified the passenger and the operator. The operator of the motorcycle was identified as Clarence. Come on, you guys got to give him a hand, man. You got to give him a hand. After further investigations, deputies headed to the home on Livingston Street in Pittsfield, according to Lancaster. They did not make contact with Clarence Ryder III at the home but the motorcycle involved was in plain view the deputies advised family members that the motorcycle was going to be towed and impounded while waiting for the record to arrive family members became verbally belligerent no Ryder's family and you know i say allegedly here clarence Ryder jr 63 arrived with a handgun in his waistband and tried to take possession of the motorcycle the deputies ordered Ryder to stand back. He refused as Ryder Jr. was being arrested. Family members attempted to intervene and the incident turned physical. Deputies and the record driver were assaulted while attempting to load the motorcycle on the record. Don't do that. You do not try to take a bike from a biker, man. What's wrong with you cops? Come on, piggies. You guys should know better. You guys go through all this BS training in your police academy. You don't go after a biker's bike. Anyway, the four were charged with obstruction of governmental administration and taken to Somerset County Jail. All I have to say is, what a family, man. Come on, you got to give it up to them. I say give them a hand. All right, I love it. I love it. Anyway, this is a kind of a sad story out here in Illinois. You know, an, an Illinois bar reverses course after police explain the consequences of defying the stay-at-home owner by fat boy Pixker. You know, fat boy. He's a mini freaking German, that dude. Quincy, Illinois, the owner of a bar in Quincy, Illinois, said Monday evening she would stop dining at service after being open for one day in defiance of the governor's stay-at-home order. Owner Judy Huff opened the Scorebirds dining room and bar. Make sure you get out there if you're in that freaking area and support this bar for your pickup food, man. Because you know what? This stuff is killing businesses, man. You got all these big corporate giants out there that are surviving while our small businesses are getting freaking bulldozed. Unreal. Quote, hopefully the city and state will leave us alone. Huff wrote on the scoreboard's Facebook page over the weekend, we will be open until somebody shows up to stop us. But Huff said police explained the consequences to her during a phone call, meaning somebody ratted her out. You rats out there. You know what? It's funny. Uh, I don't know how it is in other states, but in here in Illinois, we got a lot of rats. A lot of rats. A lot of lefty rats, okay? If you haven't noticed, I don't really like lefties, okay? Because all they do is rat. They rap, and you know what? They suck up to these freaking government officials. It makes me sick. Anyway, that's why she wasn't surprised when a QPD officer showed up with a written warning letter in later that day. I knew I was going to get it and even thank the officer for doing his job. 
He deserved it, and I'm satisfied with it. Hey, didn't I, you know, don't we all take some kind of oath to protect the Constitution and stuff like that? So why is he out there freaking handing his bar owner this stuff? That You know what? That ain't protecting our constitutional rights, and you're getting a lot of that taken away because you're following these schlucks. Anyway, I don't know if today will end it. It may be tomorrow Wednesday. You know, of course, the Illinois Liquor Commission gets involved. Uh, then you can see the picture of the warning ticket. If you're, again, over on the radio, come over on the video platforms, you just see it. Uh, you know, let's see here. Uh, the officer's signature, I can't make it out, but it's badge number 268. Again, Quincy Police Officer 268. You can call 217-228-4470 to voice your displeasure with this. Now, our main story for this segment, out of ObserverReporter.com by Barbara Miller, judge sentences pagans to 20 to 40 years. Lovemorn co-defendant racks up additional time behind bars. For a few hours Monday, two members of the Pagans Motorcycle Club had identical sentences of 20 to 40 years in prison for their convictions on charges of aggravated assault and conspiracy. But when Matthew James Vasquez left the Washington County Courthouse, he had an additional year and a half to three incarceration tacked on to his original penalty for violating Judge John DeSalle's order that he have no contact with anyone who testified at his trial and that of a co-defendant. Vasquez, 31, was in touch with the cousin when trying to make phone calls, send social media messages, and get a love letter to his ex-fiance who testified against him. You, you can't trust you can't trust an old lady, man. You're gonna get the business. You just put them old ladies away. They got mouths. See what the feds do and all that. You know the local leos. What they're gonna do is they're gonna pressure them. The first thing that they're gonna do is go after the kids. If you have kids as a woman, that's who they're gonna go after to get you to you know talk. So, moral of the story, guys. Don't keep your old lady in the freaking loop. Anyway, under oath again in the same courtroom, Granado told about the violations of the no contact order corroborated by recorded phone calls. Okay, if you don't know by now in the jail system, everything you say is recorded. Everything you send out in letters is read. Just so you know for future freaking uh, knowledge there. Uh, while the two were in court, Vasquez often fixed his eyes on her, but she appeared to ignore his gaze. Vasquez and Joseph Alinsky uh, were convicted of aggravated assault, conspiracy, and simple assault. The jury acquitted them of attempted uh, homicide charges. The victim... Troy Harris was an ex-president of the Fayette City Chapter of the Pagans. He then joined a rival group of motorcyclists. At least they say motorcyclists. They didn't throw out that motorcycle gang crap. The Sutars Soldiers. He was brutally beaten at the Slavic Club. Olinsky's attorney was unsuccessful in asking DeSalle to hear testimony on post-traumatic stress disorder from a mental expert before the sentence was uh, imposed. Uh, Alinsky's wife, Allison, also asked for leniency. I don't think the Commonwealth is painting a clear picture. Speaking directly to Olinsky, the judge said at the early proceedings, you 
said you weren't there when a witness placed you there. You said you were there, but you never did anything. Now you say it was PTSD. Your mental health record I've considered, but I don't find it persuasive. Hmm, go figure with the court judge. No. Let's see here. Let, uh, let's see here. Uh, attorney Stefan uh, Colafella told the judge Vasquez had a prior record score of zero. Walsh said after the hearing that Vasquez had a prior drug possession charge, which was inconsequential in determining his sentence according to the guidelines. The judge said he saw no potential for Vasquez's rehabilitation. Yes, your judge is right there. But there is for at least two. And I think another uh, couple already took pleas. I think it was in the eight-year range. But uh, 20 to 40 years on these. Now, let's go to our wall of shame. Charleston police officer on leave after domestic violence arrest. See, what did I tell you? It always happens to be it's either sexual in nature with these guys or it's domestic violence. You can call it all the time. Live5news.com out of Charleston, South Carolina. They have confirmed Charleston police officers uh, or the police have confirmed that one of their officers is on paid administrative leave. They always get paid, man. They get paid to sit home, do nothing but, you know, go in the corner and mess with the pecker. You know, they you should not get damn freaking pay, man. The taxpayers are paying this, guys. Uh, Creighton McDermott, yes, you are now in uh, insane throttle wall of shame, faces a charge of third-degree domestic violence. Uh, and an incident report states deputies responded at approximately 3.53 p.m. Sunday in connection to a reported domestic disturbance between McDermott and his former fiance. The victim told deputies McDermott had come home the night before and had been in a mood. The report states she said he was very angry and wouldn't talk to her, packed an overnight bag and went to stay at his mother's home. She told deputies she tried to call him multiple times, but he would not talk. She said he then returned to the home and told her he wanted her to leave his house and move out. The relationship was over. She stated she was trained to talk to people and get them to calm down, and that was what she tried to do. She said she got upset and tried to block him from leaving when he took the keys to his police car and tried to walk out the front door. Her two dogs got out and ran off, and she said she begged him to help her go catch them. She said when he refused, she grabbed his keys and tried to get him to talk, at which point he became enraged, grabbed her, and threw her against the front door, causing it to strike the wall behind it, leaving a hole where the doorknob hit the wall. She said she grabbed her, said she said he grabbed her and threw her on a bench in the front foyer and described being thrown on the bench with her head against one of the armrests and her back on the bench, saying she began having a hard time breathing when her head was forced down so that her chin touched her chest. She told deputies she began beating on his upper back and head and pulled his shirt in an attempt to get him to let up. Should have pulled the shirt over his head just like they do in hockey. 
Okay, before my final thoughts, don't forget to go to HarleyLiberty.com for your daily biker news. Subscribe to us on YouTube and visit us over on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and more. And don't forget, take us with you on that bike ride or in that car to, you know what? Go take us to work. You know what I mean? Uh, Motorcycle Madhouse is on Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. So, what's my final thoughts? I tell you all the time. These cops are either arrested for sexual deviancy, like that dude out of Jackson that, you know, we covered on the last segment, or for domestic violence. You know, once in a while, you get to throw in all the drug dealing and, like, the guy out in uh, L.A. with the attempted on a fellow police officer. I wonder what they, you know, he was trying to get him for. You know, did he jerk him the wrong way? I don't know. Was it Brokeback Mountain out there in L.A.? I don't know. If you guys know the, you know, the story, let me know. Maybe you got a better than ideal than me. You know, the cops tend to do that, you know, broke back mountain stuff on each other. And then, you know, maybe if they didn't get it right, they get mad at each other. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you about them. They're freaks. You know, and you, you know what? They're not only freaks, they're disgusting freaks. Okay, you don't ever go after a kid. Everybody knows, never go after a kid, you freaking Leo. Uh, anyway, uh, as far as the conclusion to that case in with the Pagans, all I have to say is, was it worth it? 20 to 40 freaking years of your life. You know, I don't. I forgot, uh, Chuck, how old they were, but if they're in their 40s, man, you're looking at your life's being wasted and stuff like that over that uh, kind of incident. But hey, the way you handle your club business, the way you handle your club business, I'm only editorializing it, opinions, and giving the news. You know, what do you guys think about uh, that one out there? And also, do not forget that Marine uh, that was in the bike accident. Uh, It is May. It is Motorcycle Awareness Month. Look twice, save a life. As you see from my A-Beta Michigan sign that they sent me, you guys get out there, start promoting it, man, because, you know, May has been off to a bad start already, man. I've been looking at all the crash reports because I look at them. You know, I wish I can cover more of them, but there's so many, man. It makes my stomach sink. So make sure you check all that good stuff out and uh, be careful out there. I'll see you on the next segment of Motorcycle Madhouse and an Insane Throttle Biker News. The number one internet biker radio show is now available on Spotify and all major platforms including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. Don't forget to become a subscriber on any one of these platforms so you can be notified right away when our weekly episode is uploaded so you never miss an episode. Hi, this is James Hollywood Machikari. Join our YouTube channel and get Motorcycle Madhouse and tons of videos related to the bikers. Join now by subscribing for free and become part of the throttle today. Always free and always entertaining. Don't forget to visit us at www.harleyliberty.com for your daily biker news. Rock on!